Welcome to yet another pull request. My name is Eric Newman, and across from me is someone who's much pleasant than my cock, <clears throat> another mother, the uh, compatriot of code. The reason why I have to take Lexapro, Chris Grabowski, is not here. He is out putting, he's putting out a fire on the internet somewhere deep down in the bowels of the net, and uh, he's having a much better time than we are. But in his stead, of course, is someone much more pleasing visually and mentally and uh, everything to talk to. Corey Casares, hi, how are you? I'm doing well, how about you? Good, uh, you were our Senior Vice President of West Coast Marketing I and was. Research, but now you're over here on the East Coast, Beast Coast. Yeah. So, what are you going to do with all those people from out West? I mean, hopefully my dad will keep the show going strong for everyone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll work on his social media skills, but we'll, yeah. Good. Maybe he can be the new Vice President. Wouldn't wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't that be nice? Well, uh, why don't we uh, why don't we take a oh crap, I forgot what I was gonna do. Why don't we take a right turn and let's introduce the drummer for the show. Does it work this week? It doesn't work this week. It's not working this week. How sad is that? Am I not recording it? It doesn't even look like it's going through. She said all of those things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Oh, you know why? Because I bet it's on the, uh, no? Huh. That's very odd. Okay, Tyler, I'm really sorry. Well, the drummer for the show, Tyler Dinner. Hi. Ooh, hey, guys. I'm really sorry that we couldn't have a, you know, we got one week of getting you a, a nice introduction. I did get a drummer. You know, there were two weeks at least. I mean, there were technical difficulties. I don't know but what's happening. Look, the computer. You, you changed the in. drum intro, which I appreciate it. If I get a different one every week. That's, that's... That was supposed to be the idea. Oh, <sighs> But, and I had a new one queued up for you this week. Uh, but, for some reason, I don't know, like it says it's playing, uh, but yet nothing comes through on the computer. It's recording. As we are all used to as technological people, we are having technological difficulties but why? on this show. <laughs> but why? Is because it necessary? technology is that. The technology giveth like, and the technology taketh. Uh, it take, works in it mysterious and it ways. Taketh away. <laughs> Seriously, I really have no idea why this is just not. It's not doing anything. Oh no, no, nothing's working. Oh, that's because we're done with the we're done with the intro music. Well, fun show tonight, huh? It's uh oh, it is you know, if you make it. That's right. Right. That sound, of course, comes from our wonderful studio audience who are currently suffocating because they didn't know that we were doing a show on Wednesday <laughs> since we keep them in their Tupperware container during the week and we take them out on Sundays just for us, but today's a Wednesday, and so they needed food. Tyler, did you feed them on Sunday? Uh, That's a no. You know what? You know what? I fed them on Monday. Okay, I knew this was going to I knew this was It's gonna like watering out. a plant, Tyler. You have to water the plant at a, <sighs> the same time every week in order for them to, in order for the plant to germinate. <sighs> yeah, and now the, and then what happens is the studio <laughs> audience, yeah, they, they get very rowdy. <laughs> but, they're very mad at you, Tyler, cuz you haven't been feeding them. All right, all right, all right. Okay. But why doesn't the computer work? I promised them a pizza party later. Like what? Did, what did I do? Did I mute the site? How hard is this? Eric does not know how to use Every the internet. Every day, 
See, that would have been a really cool drum lick if we could hear it. I like it. But we can't because when I plug it into the into the computer in the into the mixer and hit play, nothing happens. The technology fails. What? Ha- I mean, this is ridiculous. Anyway, we could spend the whole hour just doing this. Does that make a difference? That doesn't make a difference. Okay. <laughs> well, why don't we why don't we non-musically uh, dive into the show? I don't even have anything. Like, what could we? We did such a good job last time with Back in Black. But uh, I don't have any... Do you think we did such a good job because you pulled up Back in Black on YouTube and screamed it for us? No. No. That's not what I did. That's not what I did at all, Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cool. I'm glad we did something educational and high-minded. Yeah, of course. Because we got a... I don't know. I mean... I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's always. It's always educational and high-minded on the show. Oh. 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 That's good. That's what's important. Oh. My word. This sounds familiar. Okay. I'm not gonna do that again. Let's not. Let's say All we right, did, but not. I'm not, not. I'm not gonna. Yeah, and this isn't American Idol. Uh. <laughs> if only we had those no, kind of ratings, um, right? That would be something. That would be amazing. No. It's. It's. Uh. So you think you've got talent because we're in the summer? Oh, America's uh, Bushwick's got talent. Bushwick's got talent. That, there we go. It's really funny. Uh, no, it's not. Um, let's. Why don't we dive into the show? Um, yes. So you guys, two of you, went to a Baby Boomer Rock concert in Scranton we over did. the weekend. Is that true? You we could did. call it that. I just did. I would call it a Baby Boomer a, Rock concert. A, a no, mountain, no, but none of the musicians a were mountain born resort. after 1964. No, that's not true. There's actually new bands like Oregon Freeman. And, uh, <laughs> and Chris Chris Robinson. Chris band? Robinson of the Black Crows. Yeah, had uh, his own band there. Uh, there. There were actually a few bands uh, of the younger sort, but there there were some highlights of the older sort, or not really even the even the older sort, because uh, I think that what you're referring to was a Grateful Dead set, which was played by younger dudes. Also, mm-hmm. uh, Little Feet. Little and Feet. Little and Feet, Mo. which was the reason why we were going. Rocking <laughs> in the Yeah. See, there you go. It was it was awesome. The most underrated band of the seventies. That's like a fact. Well, uh, when one playing, of the favorite bands. When of, they're playing with Tower of Power's horn section, then they're then maybe. When yeah, they're just, it helps. When they're just a bunch of white guys playing on their own, it, it lacks luster. I'm sorry. They usually play with the horn section because well, they, the, they the, we it. saw them in um, Westchester. Where was it? We saw them in Port Chester. It's in Westchester County. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, Where um, uh, and they they didn't have a horn. No, they didn't have a horn section. They did. They always have a horn section. They were just white guys. Um, it's okay. It's okay. They, uh, we can try. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've actually been noted by many different bands to have uh, to have been like their favorites. Uh, people Zeppelin. in the Rolling Stones and Led Zeppelin have oh, yeah, all said Led Zeppelin, Little Feet were their favorite. Uh, Bob Dylan said he loved them too. Yeah. In '75, oh. Jimmy Page all the said that they were the, his yeah. favorite American band. Of course, Baby Boomer Rock. Yes. But speaking of Baby Boomer Ron, Musicians, man. There's musicians, a great movie uh, by a Baby Boomer, Ron Howard. Yes. Um, you, you remember him from uh, The Andy Griffith Show and Happy, Happy Days. Days. Yeah, yeah those shows that Arrested were Development. off before we were Arrested born. I was trying to only name shows that came on before we were born. But he, Michael didn't quite understand okay, the Buster. <laughs> but he, he became a director. Did you know that? After leaving Happy Days in the 80s? Absolutely. One, and one of his movies was Apollo 13. But I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about a movie that he made the year before I was born. In 1986. Uh, called Gung Ho. Which was, it was a movie about a Japanese con- uh, company um, investing in a small town somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle of, of Pennsylvania that their whole town was uh, was funded by this, this car company. Okay. And the previous car company had closed. Michael Keaton stars in this movie. And uh, what is it? Yeah, back in his heyday. Yeah. And whenever they have some kind of intense scene, all the music is just like some kind of like, shuffle one four five kind of power chord uh lightly distorted guitar <laughs> oh no what's gonna have it sounds like a godzilla movie yeah it's not <laughs> i think he took he took from asian culture and decided to. well yeah and also yeah. gung-ho is chinese the phrase is chinese and it's not japanese and the movie was about japanese i really i really like the uh 
just like the scene they would set in the vibe they would get to say that what What was that i said because i'm japanese and this is why he felt like he needed no i wanted to say that just to be an (laughs) arrogant narcissist i really like the vibe they would get of like the old school vibes uh via music in like the 80s the late 80s like the the major league movies they play a bunch of songs that sound like they're from the 50s or 60s and they're just they're classic and they're so timeless i love Mm -hmm. it well you could also have something like beverly hills cop where all of the the whole music is the same riff just repeating itself at different tempos and volumes and just like in the quiet seat, and then the intensity, do 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 do. Okay. Anyway. Instantly more intense. Yes. Um, let's see. Christian has some news, but he's not here, so we don't have to talk about that. One thing that I missed from my uh, Florida story was yeah, talking about trains, because I know how we love talking about trains. And uh, in Florida, they have a brand new train called the Bright Line, which goes from West Palm Beach to Fort Lauderdale to downtown Miami. And that's it. There's only three stops. And it's honestly one of the nicest trains I've ever been on. I have not been on all of these fancy European trains. Yeah. So, you know, the trains that go on time and they are very fast. We do not have those in Florida. I don't know what accent that was. But anyway, (laughs) they don't. It's not a European train. Um, but it is very good for Florida, especially mm-hmm. South Florida. And as the only part of the state that has any sort of rapid transit or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was interesting because it's called the Bright Line and it's bright yellow. And all of the stations are bright yellow and lemony fresh. But they have way too many unnecessary concierge people. Maybe a couple unnecessary concierge people are fine. But as soon as we walked in the door, we went to the kiosk where you go to buy your ticket, mm-hmm. and a guy steps in front of us, and he's like, Hi, welcome to Brightline. Have you guys ridden the train before? And I said, Yes. <laughs> I was like, I know how to buy a ticket on the train. Well, let me just walk you through a few steps. I, I, yeah, I get it. I've and Eric it. promptly asked where he could apply for that job. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> it's minimum wage. The thing is, is that... Steely they, let me put they, on a yellow they suit. They let me do the too jumping many... in the air, heels clicking Willy Wonka style That's thing. That's right, yeah. No, they asked for too much information. You want to do it. You just want to be the voice. No. no, I want to be the voice, not the con- not the gay people. That's not fun. I'd rather, I'd much rather <laughs> be the voiceover guy. You got to wear a bright guy. yellow Willy Wonka suit and do the air. No, when I become though. mayor of New York, that's what's going to happen. You just watch. You're going to dress like Willy Wonka. I'll be the voice of this city. You're going to wear I that rule purple it. blazer. I will. I still have my purple blazer. Anyway, no. So Brightline was cool, uh, but the thing is, is that there was a they like the guy walked me through buying a train ticket on a computer like he'd never done that before. But they asked you to register. They had you type in all your personal information, and I said, who are you selling this to? And he said, nobody. I said, why do you need my email address then to board a train? That's not going to be of any use for you unless you happen to be selling this information. Oh, I don't think we all... Well, yeah, you're wrong. They but, never know anything. That's Yeah, they're, they're not going to... But why else do you need do your email? I make to, minimum wage. I don't understand selling information. Yes, well, um, the thing is, they also give you assigned seats since they, you type in all your stuff, and they assigned me a seat that didn't exist. <laughs> Go in my book called My Life as an Edge Case, uh, calling the Eric Newman story, <laughs> falling through the cracks of 21st century society at finer bookstores in about 50 years. But um, how old am I? 30 yeah, years, I just tried to do the math on that. 40 years. Yeah, you may want to You may want to shorten that timeline a little bit. I still, yeah. <laughs> but Maybe it's because you didn't anyway. want to listen to him when he first approached you. Yeah. So, uh, no, so they had another un- unnecessary concierge person on the train, making sure everyone's sitting down. She's like, why aren't you sitting down? And I said, where, where do I sit? And she goes, right over here. Wait a second. And then she looks at my ticket and she looks at me. She's like, there's nowhere for you to sit. I said, I know. Even with assigned seats, I managed to be in the way. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good so, job. We, yeah. So, uh, but it was cool because you get a free drink, which could be alcoholic. Ooh. My girlfriend got, uh, she asked for some water. And rather than like a, a cup of water, like what you guys are drinking, um, they uh, they gave her like this like artsy bottled water that was a French word, like Ooh. boudoir or something like that. Boudoir, B-O-D-Q-U-I-O-T. I don't know. But it was made in a factory that also processed nuts. So she died. Yeah, no, she's not allergic to nuts. She's allergic to gluten. But um, and other stuff. And anyway, so uh, no, so it was fun, and we had a very nice trip sailing down to Miami in the middle nice. of all of the train horns that you hear because it's not great separated like all the trains in New York. Yeah. So whenever you cross a street, you just hear the. Mm. And we were in the front car. 
And they don't think about how often you have to hear that as you're sailing down. Neither does Amtrak, by the way, because they always put the quiet car in the front, which makes the horns even louder. This is true. You're right, actually. They should put the quiet car in the back and then have all the people who talk on phones loudly in the front because they don't care about horns. Mm -hmm. Anyway, same deal in Florida. But the train, while it was one of the nicest trains I've been on, it had automated doors, had air conditioning, uh, electricity, Wi-Fi, USB ports, all that stuff. Um, I heard a bunch of music on the train and I turned around because I'm used to people playing gross music on the subway. Mm -hmm. And um, it's like, what idiot's doing that? And I turned around and it was a jazz quartet that were playing live music on the train. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, that, is, that is very. So that's, I know that's a. It's a very well. And the ticket so to Miami was bougie. only fifteen bucks, that's I think. The train station was four miles away from my dad's apartment, which took us about fifteen minutes to get there, uh, by car. And then we drove, and then the, the train uh, dropped us off right in the middle of downtown Miami, and you can just walk amazing. around. Miami, unlike any other city in Florida, has continued to invest in rapid transit. So there's a light rail system called the Metro Rail, which I the last time I wrote it was when I was a little kid and we had just moved to Florida. Um, and then they also have this little automated, it's like a two-car, it's not a monorail that has tires, but it's a completely automated little thing called the Metro Mover, where it looks like the air train, basically. And it just goes in these loops around downtown Miami. Uh, and it, it's all very modern and very cool. And the Metro Mover is free. Metro Rail is uh, pretty cheap. Um, some of the trains are really gross and from the 80s, and some of the trains are newer and not. What was also very interesting is that they didn't have signals like they do in the trains here. Every You'll see this, Corey, when you ride a train. You'll see like every few hundred feet there's another traffic light. Mm-hmm. And that's so trains can travel in blocks and without any sort of communication between them, you can figure out where they, go, okay. where they are. Well, um, this the, the, the Miami trains, the Metro Rail, didn't have any of those. They only had one traffic light, which was outside of each station. And the I, I saw on the newer train it had a dynamically adjusting speedometer. And the speedometer would calculate the maximum speed that you can go within a given distance and then beep at you if you went faster than that. Mm. Now, you might be asking this question, because I know Christian would. Why, if the train can detect how fast it can go at a given time, why doesn't it always go that speed and then adjust itself automatically? Yeah. I'll tell you why. That answer is unions. Which is the other reason why the L train, though automated, weather has... Uh, you know, many most airport shuttles are Other not. Other things. No, it's, it's unions. Most airport shuttles could be are, are are automated. The air train has nobody driving it. The L doesn't need anybody driving it, unless people get into fights. But anyway, it's another story. We're spending way too much time. You got very excited about this topic. At the top. Well, we have okay. to, you know, and I realized why last week's short show was short, Tyler, and that's because we forgot this twenty-minute episode about trains in Florida. Right. We didn't talk about a yellow banana train for. 45 minutes. A yellow banana. Hey, look, I'm sorry that California only has Amtrak. When I rode a train no, in California, yeah, I got stuck on the beach there's, for three there's hours. There's stuff in San Jose. It, no. Uh, yeah, there's the BART, but the BART really is That's isn't, San Francisco, though. But it goes down to... It can go down, actually, all the way to Gilroy at this point. I don't know where that is. I also, stand, Well, no, stand, maybe it's not. Closer? Yeah, you see. You got to so. right, right there. Okay, I'm sorry. Right, let's, uh, let's get off the train. Hi, okay. There you go. Okay. Well, how about this? Did you know that Uber can kick you out if they smell weed on you? Oh, no. In what state? We're all in trouble. Any any state? <laughs> Not in California? Uh, it says your Uber driver can secretly report you on the app for weed. This actually came out in California. Los Angeles comedian Mike Malloy recently turned into, turned into Uber, was recently turned into Uber by his driver for having smoked a blunt before getting into the car. However... There's but an Uber he driver. It before he got in the They're car. not, but they're not squeaky clean because here's an Uber driver, another one who was fired after a passenger claimed he urinated in a bottle. So, and that was from New York. So we see how Uber drivers happening, how, how they operate in California, where, hey man, you got you smoke, smoke a little bit too much weed before you get in this car that you're not driving? That's not cool. To in New York, hey, shut up, I gotta hold on, I gotta take a piss. I'm not stopping in this traffic. And that's, oh the, and that's the biggest difference. That's Ms. terrible. Is it terrible or is it actually very efficient? I'm just no, it's you... terrible. As a woman, that would be really offensive to what me. What if you didn't see anything? What? As a woman, it would be offensive if a guy took a pee in front of you? But you're in the back seat. It's equally it offensive matter. as anyone. He whipped it out. <laughs> it's a, his, yeah. his car, the passenger who documented, okay. the, who documented the incident, says it took place in Harlem mon- on Monday night. That's fun. Okay. Um... Let's see. Oh, Walmart might might buy Shopify. 
That's interesting. Uh, Walmart's always trying to compete with Amazon now that Amazon is really the next Sears, and uh, Walmart is in talks to possibly acquire Shopify, which I believe is the most used hosted e-commerce platform. I'm not... I think that's true. Tyler, keep me honest here. Uh, um, I'm not too familiar with Shopify. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, then let's just say that I'm right. Okay. Um, and because we spent so much time talking about trains, here are a few stories that we can't get to. Krispy Kreme, which is a great brand, they actually are uh, about to buy Insomnia Cookies, which is a regional cookie chain that will deliver a hot cookie with cold ice cream to you at 3 o'clock in the morning in Connecticut. They also have a branch bad. here in the city. They have a few here. Wait, what? Yeah, look it up. But the and I've had the cookie sandwich from Insomnia. It's look, I, I'm a killjoy. It's too sweet. It just tastes like sugar. I'm a. I like sweet. So. I like sweet. Believe me, I have a sweet tooth. But this is too much. But go ahead and try it because it still is very good. I may and report back. Yes. Oh, and uh, <laughs> yes, a couple other things. Google has been fined five billion dollars by the EU because they need money since England is leaving. And the FTC huh. has settled with Venmo be over a series of privacy and security violations because Venmo hadn't disclosed to people that they were reporting all of their transactions unless they said no, along with a couple of other uh, privacy violations. But because we the investigation this investigation was started when there was another regime in government and now that we have a different one they've decided to settle rather than i don't know holding a company accountable what's accountability in government it's not in government it's a go- it's a government holding From a company government. accountable it's kind of like how the EU finds google but this is actually something that is is something because Venmo is kind of violating your privacy and if it, you're not they're not telling you exactly how they're using your information that's illegal. Yeah. But we should find them five we should find PayPal 5 billion dollars and then use that to uh buy some more bombs something whatever we do with our money. That's what we do with most of our money. That is. Um and hire people who make bombs. I know one of them. Um in our last uh oh in our utility of the week, WebAmp that's right. Remember Winamp from back in the day? Here is Winamp 3.0 in your browser, webamp.org. It still works. Almost, It looks exactly the same with the same DJ Llama uh, song. But, oh, and the visualizations. That's really cool. If only it would play. Why? Why? Hmm. Why? Why? All right. Um... Yeah, this show's much more boring without computer sounds. It really is. Technical difficulties. Yeah. Oh, yeah, also China banned the letter N. The letter N? Yes, China banned the letter N as part of our recurring freeze peach segment. Do I have... I thought I made theme music for that, actually. Maybe not. Um, how's that? It's time for our... No. Um, anyway, I'm tired. Our free speech segment, China banned the letter N uh, because it was... Crap, I thought I... Rap songs. No. Maybe. Um, What is it? Uh, China banned the letter N as part of a widespread censorship clampdown that occurred after word got out on Sunday that presidential term limits might be dropped, allowing Chinese President Xi Jinping to possibly stay in power indefinitely. The pushback to this development was intense online. So was the government's pushback to the pushback. In addition, banning use of the letter N online, words such as immortality and ascend the throne were also deemed inappropriate. Well, throne has an N in it. Uh, Victor Merritt, professor of Chinese language and literature at the University of Pennsylvania, said the government likely feared that N was referring to a number of terms in office as in a mathematical equation, like N is greater than 2. That's kind of funny. Um, Also from China, dozens of cities across China are applying an unusual forensic technique to monitor illegal drug use, chemically analyzing sewage for traces of drugs or their telltale metabolites excreted in urine. Yes, if you think government weren't uh, snooping on you enough, how about them analyzing what comes out of your waste pipe, both literally and metaphorically? So excellent, excellent. That's right. And speaking of waste pipes, let's take a right turn into some local news with our New York Minute, where we take a look at your five boroughs. First, asbestos confirmed in a steam pipe that exploded in Manhattan earlier this week. 
I'm not kidding. That, that was a good transition. Thank, thank you, Eric. Uh, steam pipe ruptured underneath the street in the Flatiron District of Manhattan on Thursday morning. Uh, last Thursday. Wow. This was new on Sunday. <laughs> Producing a geyser of thick white smoke and debris that contained asbestos. Thank you, cops. Test results showed that there was asbestos in the steam line. Uh, raised concerns about the long-term effect of exposure through debris. Mayor de Blasio... Oh, these are, this isn't quoted. This is from the Times? Wow. Test results that showed there was asbestos in the steam line raised concerns about the long-term effect of exposure for, through debris, comma, Mayor Bill de Blasio said in an afternoon news conference. That's, that's, that's all right. A total of 49 buildings were evacuated, and Fifth Avenue between 19th and 22nd Streets remained closed. Residents in the area could be displaced for a few days, though he said it's possible buildings furthest from the blast could be cleared as easy as early as that evening. Con Edison would pay for hotel accommodations through its claims process, but good luck getting that reimbursed back to you. Uh, moving on. Here's something. The air is so bad in these cities, you might as well be smoking. It turns out that if you live in New York you're, and you don't smoke, you're basically consuming one cigarette a day just by walking around outside. Wow. That's right. And if you're the type of person who likes to smoke cigarettes or spliffs, you might as well just put your mouth on the exhaust pipe, buddy, and inhale because that's what you're doing to your lungs. And this is the best the air has been <laughs> in New York's history. I'm serious. There are, there history? Are yeah, there were politicians. I mean, not in, you know, obviously back in the 1600s, maybe. But there was, I can't remember what former mayor uh, said, I don't trust any air I can't see. So. I can't see? Yeah. Yeah, so That's a great quote. at least we don't really have that problem too much anymore. And not New York, but Chicago was named the rat capital of the U.S. We're not number one anymore. That's I'm very I'm happy about that. At least I saw my great. first New York City rat. Like only one. Yeah, just one. You see it on the way over here. No rats everywhere. It was on the subway. It was on the subway. On, like riding on the subway. Like I was waiting for the train. And it was in the track, oh, yeah, like just hanging nice. out. Yeah. That was the first one I've ever seen. And I've wow. been here three weeks. I that's would assume that by day two, I would have seen at least five. So. Me too, yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Well, according to a study by the apartment search service RentHop, the city received 50,963 rat complaints last year. That's Chicago. New York came in a distant second place, followed by Washington and then Boston. They found that the number of rat complaints has jumped 55% since 20... Excuse me, since 2014. Wow. Um, what else we got? Anything tech? There's 17,000 tenants in the projects that are behind on rent. Teen dies after mistaking re uh, peanut chips ahoy packaging for regular, which is very unfortunate. Uh, former New York Senate Majority Leader found guilty in a corruption retrial, and he, he will have a new exhibit opening in the Museum of Corruption in Albany later this year. Uh, the Metro the Lucky. Metro North worker who wore an offensive blackface costume has finally been fired. That is very insensitive, and I can't believe it took this long. Yeah. Um, and, and New York uh, State considers Uber drivers employees for unemployment purposes. So if you're unemployed but drive Uber, you technically have a job and can't collect. Ooh. I think that's it. Oh, and the MTA says to call 911 on dogs riding the subway and then removes the post in 12 hours after they realized how cute it was when little Fluffy takes a nice poop on the 6 train. <laughs> hey, look, if, if homeless people can do it, why not dogs, right? Um, good policy. I'm good not, policy. I'm not happy about it, but... Yeah. All right. We have a lot to get to, and the show is still very, it's very slow. It's already, this is why I didn't want to do a weeknight show. I don't feel that energy. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. You know, you know what I'm talking about? It's that energy. It's that. Right. Yeah. But look at it as like, we're here. So let's do we're it. We're here. Get used to it. Yeah, I get. But I'm just wow. saying that we're here. We're having a good time. We're together doing the show positive energy but does that mean the show is going to be good it's good if you mm, want it to be good that's not how that works that's we don't decide if the show is good the people who listen to the show or don't decide if it's good <laughs> <laughs> so um yes after our 
Local news, it's time for the most depressing part of the show, our GitHub Issues of the Week. First GitHub Issue of the Week comes to us from me, because I actually found a good GitHub issue to use since Christian's not here. Which is not really an issue, but it's a tip. I refuse to believe it. Did you know that you will have a problem logging into GitHub through uh, their HTTPS uh, login authentication endpoint if you have two-factor authentication enabled? Can't do it. But what you can do is you can set a personal access token that you can use as your password, and that will actually work to authenticate on HTTPS. Sounds like an unneeded workaround. It's a, it's a very needed workaround. I had to use it today. Why don't you use the other thing? SSH? Yep. Because I had something that downloaded something over HTTPS, and I couldn't control what protocol that the thing that I was using was downloading it from. See what I'm saying? Nice. So good workaround. Yes, that's right. And it's time for our next. We're not doing this. Okay. Let's. Why don't we? Ta- why don't really we move on? I really wanted to do <laughs> the. Root, root. Yeah. <laughs> root, nope. root. I already did it. Too late. I already did it. <laughs> I'm not bitter. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, after Christians are my GitHub issue singular of the week. It's time for Tyler's plus ones. Our pull request plus ones are where we send out well wishes and acknowledgments of awesomeness to people and other organizations. Who's our first plus one this week, Tyler? Twitter user at Grady Booch. Oh, Grady Booch. Is he the (laughs) Mighty Booch? I have no idea. No idea who he is, but he said, I interviewed John Backus shortly before his death. John Backus. I don't know who he is. B-A-C-K-U-S. And he told me his work in functional programming languages failed and would likely always fail because it was easy to do hard things but incredibly difficult to do simple things. If that doesn't describe my job, I don't know what else does. Ha! That's great. That's Uh, great. All right, your next plus one goes to? uh, Some dude on Medium named George. Uh, George 3D6. He wrote an article who said, Imaginary problems, the root of bad software. And I'm not going to read this whole thing. But, but what's the takeaway? Give us the TLDR. The takeaway is, you know, let's say you're trying to build a, a podcast app and, and you don't need to, uh, you just need simple things. You don't need to make it work for 10,000 users instantaneously. You don't need to Is this basically this. You need to get MVP, to, MVP, MVP? Is that all this, this is? Not so hard MVP, but get get somewhere. That's M- MVP. Choose middle ground. Okay. Don't crash or freeze in the first 15 minutes for 99.99% of users. Uh, fast, low time in North America, dynamically links to the latest pro- uh, products on my Zazzle page. <laughs> you give this to a team of contractors and you chat about blah, 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 blah. Oh my god, this is a very long post. Don't read. Don't don't read it on the air. Just well, tell people about it. Yeah. Read about... Is there a, like a word limit problem. to medium posts? Because I'm sure that this could probably be 100 the, words long. The recommended length is medium. Funny. Well, this is much more than a medium. It's a long. Why don't you move on to your next book one? You know what? I'm not, I'm not going to say it, but you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what Number said. three goes to <laughs> yeah. uh, GitHub user Dylan Beatty. D-Y-L-A-N-B-E-A-T-T-I-E. He made a language called Rockstar. And why do we need another programming Rock, language? Because Rockstar is a dynamically typed Turing complete programming language, and it's uh-huh. designed for creating computer programs that are also song lyrics and is heavily influenced by the lyrical conventions of 1980s hard rock and power ballads. Oh. How do you not need that? Okay, give us a sample line of code. I'm looking for it. Tommy was a lean, mean wrecking machine. Initializes Tommy with the value 14,487. I don't get that. What? Where's the 14487? Because you don't rock, man. I guess not. Common variables consist of one of the keywords A and the, my, and your, followed by a unique variable name which must contain only the ask you. Wow. Okay, well, he's taking the fun out of this. Yeah, it really just seems like a nice, uh, almost English-speaking form of code. Yeah, it's like COBOL, except uh, catchier. I didn't know COBOL was like that. Yeah, that was it. that was written for managers to be able to read the code that their developers wrote. Oh, like Visual Basic? Kind of. Kind of. Cobalt was first by a long shot, though. I still can't understand and fathom why anyone would would go to all the lengths of, of learning the pain of, of, of .NET C-sharp stuff and well, then go and learn something on top of that. 
What do you mean? I don't like, know. Because Visual Basic had had a great use in like Windows 95. It was a great language back then. And it yeah. had a gr- really great access to the Windows API, along with Basic was a very popular programming language at the time. Oh, really? I had... I, I'm shocked. I don't know. It just seems like Microsoft made uh, Basic for uh, for Apple computers, actually. Oh, right. It was like an everyman, you know, everyone can program kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Ah, I came at it from uh, I'm a software developer, and you know, I, I'm going to learn all this code, and then I'm going to learn a, a more simplified version of the language on yeah, top no. of it, and then worry about when stuff breaks, and then just like sweat and get so angry and have no no answers. And <laughs> no, oh. Q, uh, Q Basic and VB Basic came out in the early to mid '90s. And then Visual C++ came out later, and then they got into the .NET stuff in the early 2000s. Huh. It seems so crazy to me to uh, also to, to try to, like, program in a language that's very English-like, but at the same time do that at a time when the Internet's not very prolific and you can't just Google every answer that you well, need. You had a giant book of documentation, yeah. multiple books. You had stacks of books of documentation books and Books and books. And, oh, but, yeah. But the thing is, is that... Oh, you got to comb through it, and then there's just this... <laughs> Oh, remember? Oh, no, I think they talked about it on this one page in this one book. And then you got to check, and then you're checking three different parts of the book. And uh. there, there were at least BBS and some kind of internet at the time, at the time, if not the World Wide Web, that did exist. World Wide Web existed since 1992. So I'd say the people that were doing work on Windows 95 probably had some things to... I mean, also they were working on, you know, I don't know, anyway, we're getting off track. Hey, we're talking. We're talking software, though. We are, but we're spending all this. Time. We don't spend enough time doing that sometimes in the beginning. Okay. Um. Well, I lost. Okay, my I finished. Of <laughs> I lost <laughs> my place. I finish? I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's fine that we're talking about plus one. Yeah. That's been your plus one. No, it's, I don't mind that we're talking about software, but we need to talk about the right software because it's time for our. Apple attack! Oh god. Where we take a nice little poop on Apple. First up, Apple finally unveiled new MacBook Pros for the first time in three years as we heralded last episode. However, they seem like they're the computers that Apple has had in storage for the last six months, and honestly, they're not much, they're not anything special outside of maybe the Core i9, which sounds cool, or the 32 gigs of RAM. However, the new MacBook Pro processors have been throttled. When, uh, under heavy load because they generate too much heat. Why do they generate too much heat? There's not enough ventilation. Why is there not enough ventilation? Because laptops keep getting thinner. Nobody wants them to be thinner anymore. People want them to be faster. If Joni Ive can't get that together, then he needs to get out of the seat and let someone else take it because it's nice that it's great and beautiful, but it's not that functional anymore. And I'm honestly, this computer that I'm using right now is five years old. In August, it'll be five years old. I am really, one second, when I work on video pages and, and stuff, and not looking at porn, I'm actually working on video pages, it really slows down. Maybe. This computer was a great computer for the time and in, in 2013. It was the top-of-the-line MacBook in, uh, five years ago, and now it's just really starting to, to get sluggish when I work on video or really complicated, like, React Native projects. But do I want a Core i9 that has that awful keyboard and then also is throttled? Apple... Hey, Johnny can't die happy until you can shave with that computer. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Apple finally came out and said this. Following extensive performance testing under numerous workloads, as in, okay, you got us, we've identified that there is a missing digital key in the firmware that impacts the thermal management system and could and could drive clock speeds down under heavy thermal loads on the new MacBook Pro. Sure. A bug fix is included in today's macOS High Sierra 10.13.6 supplemental update and is recommended. We apologize for any inconvenience. Because customers can expect the new 15-inch MacBook Pro to be up to 70% faster and the 13-inch MacBook Pro with touch bar to be up to twice as fast, as shown in the performance results on our website. Great. Yeah. This is, this is garbage. I really don't want to buy another. I, I'm so fed up with the phones. I'm so don't fed up with the computers. Don't buy another one. Do you know I have what, to. Do you know what $800 of a PC will get you? A beast. This. I my hacking time. <laughs> oh, I meant for a laptop. My last MacBook is from 2009. Get a laptop. Surface. Those are sexy. No, they're not. And, my, no. and I'm not running Windows. Microsoft has not figured out text. Laptop. They've not figured out text. 
And once text stops looking awful on Windows, I might consider it again. Oh my god. Text looks god. awful on Windows on a Macintosh, or text looks beautiful on Mac OS on a PC. It's not the computer, it's the software. Microsoft has been doing this for over 20 years and they haven't figured it out. Here's, my, here's one last Apple attack, and this comes from the bottom of my heart. I updated to iOS 11 finally, and iOS 11, of its many bugs as, as we've reported over the last few months, there's one that we haven't reported on, and that's the fact that the control center, as in the little widget that they stole from Android that says what song is currently playing, or what bit of audio is currently playing, doesn't quite work. And it doesn't always change with what you change the audio to. So, for instance, if you're listening to something in Safari and then switch to Spotify, the control center in iOS 11 will stay on Safari. And if okay. you close Safari, even with Spotify open, then the control center will say nothing. Beautiful. And I don't know what I don't know how they managed to ruin this one because it's not like it's an entirely new widget. Apple's reinventing the wheel and then messing it up. And that's been our Apple attack. Yeah. Apple attacked. Yes. And now I'm Apple out of breath. Here's a... Uh, I love how you get so heated in the Apple I attack. know. I know. You really do. Like this other sense of rage. I, I, I'm heartbroken. Becomes you. I'm heartbroken. I know. I I've know. been We've using had Apple this computers discussion. since I was five years old. My last MacBook is from 2009. But it, you don't do web development. I know I don't. Development or anything. But then, like and that. he saw what my newest laptop is, and that's Which a piece what? of garbage. What is it? A Dell or something? It's terrible. I got it for eighty bucks. Oh, it's at a Best terrible. Buy. Okay. No, that's eighty or one eighty. I can't it's remember. Like Either Dell way, it was the cheapest thing. I can look at my email. That's it. It crashed on Windows app or Windows Map, Google Maps. I'm sorry. Yeah. It crashed on Windows Map. Good um, job, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> You ever use Windows Map to get where you're going? Is that where you draw a map in MS Paint? Get directions. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, okay. Well, let's. Uh, good let's, times. Good times. <laughs> let's find some music for our exploits of the week. A $225 GPS spoofer can send sat nav guided vehicles into oncoming traffic. Billions of people and the growing number of autonomous vehicles rely on mobile navigation services from Google, Uber, and others to provide real-time driving directions. A new proof-of-concept attack demonstrates how hackers could inconspicuously steer a targeted automobile to the wrong destination or worse, endanger passengers by sending them down the wrong way of a one-way road. Is that dramatic enough? Yeah, but I feel like this might have happened to us recently. Someone hacked into your car and started No, going. Tyler had a lift and we put the right address in and then all of a sudden it took us way further into Queens than we needed to be. Oh, uh, there were conflicting addresses. Oh, you did, oh no, the Queens I feel, address. No, yeah. no, 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 it's the Queens okay, address. Okay, sorry. Because Queens has the dash in the address and it always messes it up. It does? Okay. Yeah. All right, that's, uh, sorry to interrupt, it, but don't, I felt yeah, like for a second. You can get lost in Queens very easily. Okay. <laughs> and it's like two blocks away from it, here, Don't tell so Lucy don't go. that yet. Don't yeah, go the, north. And Lyft calculated the difference in how far it would have taken and then sent me back that money. Oh, good. Plus one to them. Well... Oh yeah, why wouldn't they? The attack starts with a $225 piece of hardware that's planted in or underneath the targeted vehicle that spoofs radio signals used by civilian GPS services. Oh, you gotta get it on the car. You have to get it on the car, and it's a man-in-the-middle attack. And that's basically it. The study demonstrated the initial feasibility of mansplaining, sorry, manipulating the road navigation system, same thing, through targeted GPS spoofing. And they uh, wrote an 18-page white paper about it. Uh, which are uh, authored by researchers from Virginia Tech, China's University of Electronic Sciences and Technology, and Microsoft Research. Cool. How about this one? Let me put the music back up. IoT search engine exposes passwords of over 30,000 vulnerable DVRs. We've often warned on the Bitdefender box blog of a whatever. Uh... A researcher has discovered that now it's easier than ever before to hack at least one brand of internet-enabled DVRs. It's the Ahua, some odd Chinese brand. So, free HBO Go passwords, guys. Basically. Get them while they're hot. Uh, as, an, as an IoT search engine has cached their passwords with, within search results. Security Cash researcher Ankit Anubav raised the alarm last week in a series of tweets about 
a number of vulnerable Dahua services accessible online. That's D-A-H-U-A. I don't believe that is sold in the U.S. The flaw in the Dahua DVRs allow remote machines to bypass authentication checks and obtain sensitive data such as usernames and passwords, alter passwords, clear log files, and perform other actions. Probably buy stuff on pay-per-view. Yes. Here's another one. There's a lot of big exploits this week. Smart TVs track user profiles for targeted ads. Consumer, consumers that we already know this, and they also watch you through the camera. That's basically it. Um, you know what I'm watching at 1 p.m. 1 a.m. on Cinemax. You don't exactly. need to turn on the camera. Exactly. <laughs> It'll send you an alert. Excuse me, real sex on HBO is coming on right now. <laughs> Uh, oh, and one other one. Singapore data hack hits 1.5 million people. Hackers have st- stolen personal data in Singapore, belonging to some 1.5 million people, or about a quarter of the population. They broke into the government health database in a deliberate, targeted, and well-planned attack, according to a government statement. These targeted vi- uh, they target those those targeted visited clinics between 1st May 2015 and 4th July of this year. Data taken include names and addresses, but not medical records, other than medicine is dispensed in some cases. Cases. So a quarter of their people went to the doctor this year? Yes. And they've been hacked. That's a lot. I feel like maybe 4 or 5% of Americans have gone to the doctor this year. I went to mm-hmm. like 10 doctors this year. Does that yeah, count? We know Kyle too. Oh, it's my asthma again. And my vitiligo in the summertime. It really, I mean, you know, uh, okay. because it is because it is getting a little late. I can't be as loud. That's another thing about recording during the week, Tyler, is that you can't be loud at ten thirty at night on a Wednesday when I have we neighbors. We were supposed to be to done neighbors. with the show. Well, say that to my neighbors downstairs. You you can say that with your feet. That's what I do sometimes. I try, but I'm and they so do that little. to me back. <laughs> Well, because I live on because I live on the end here. Nice. There's nobody on the other side of this wall. So, like mm. in this one room, I can make some noise. And when I had moved in, there was nobody below me. So I gotcha. thought that they, no one above or below could hear me. So what I what would I do? I would play guitar and sing at two o'clock in the morning because I'm like, oh, nobody can hear me play. Yeah. And then I kept and I kept hearing like this bump. I'm like, what's that? What's that noise? And it was not, no, it was coming Down, from below. Downstairs. Okay. Yeah. And then they also they I also found out they can hear me singing in the shower. <sighs> That's not. They know how beautiful your voice is. That's, that's not all. embarrassing. No, it's lovely. Yeah, I'm sure it is. One of my neighbors said, "I think we have. I think we have a singer on this floor." I said, "Oh, oh, oh, really? Is that? Do, do we? I haven't say that about me. I haven't. I haven't heard. I haven't heard. Are they? Are they good? Do you, or is it? Is it? Is it like? Is it really bad? Like, how is this? Or is it like a professional? Like, like a professional? That's what they do for a yeah. living. Yeah. Like, do I sound like? Di- I mean, does the singer sound like Diana Ross? Hmm? Yeah. Okay. How about Gwen Stefani? I'll settle for Amy Winehouse. Okay. She's a big nose chew, just like me. Tell me I'm a star. <laughs> Shut up, Simon. You don't know me. Anyway, um, here's something. Facebook stock drops more than twenty percent. After warning that revenue growth will take a hit, and Facebook earnings that. include nightmare guidance that lopped in more than a hundred billion dollars off its market cap in after-hours trading. Jesus Christ! Imagine if you have a company. I have a company that has a hundred dollars, not a hundred billion dollars, and uh, why? And you 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 go through the stages of uh, stealing your intellectual product from somebody else getting sued by them, turning it into a billion-dollar operation, becoming the next Bill Gates, starting a giant firm out west, uh, and then marrying your Asian girlfriend, getting a house in Hawaii that ends up actually taking a giant you got me on there. the native culture. Okay. Uh, and you got then me there. <laughs> something happens where you don't make as much, you're still making a lot of money, but you're not making as much money okay. as people thought. So after the stock market is closed, your market capitalization, which is the price per share times the number of shares outstanding, goes down by, I believe that's nine figures. Not 12 figures. $100 billion is 12 figures. You lose $100 billion off your market cap in after hours trading. Look, I don't like Zuckerberg as a person or professionally, but I feel sorry for him here. Because to have this happen in after hours trading is to like be stabbed while you sleep. And then you wake up and everyone's like, what's wrong? So, 
Yeah. But um, what I can say, look at this graph. That's not good. It looks like the 2008 depression graph. Well, here's what I can say. Is buy it, Facebook right now. That's what you should say. Now's a great no. time to buy. Do you own a cell phone and have Facebook? Have you seen how Facebook became the most desperate app on the planet and started texting you, you about how when you Facebook have the notifications? Has Every day multi-hundred billion dollar market caps yeah. and has 70% of the world using it? Yeah, what what do we learn buy, about you and stocks? Buy, don't <laughs> listen to me. Never listen to you. No, you but you're right though. Hold every every day my Facebook that's going to keep dropping, buddy. I own one share of Facebook and My mom owns a few. When they first How much first, is a few? I got one share on their IPO When they day. first, yeah. So my one share what they were going for like $38 a yeah. share or something? Yeah. I, I thought yeah, I got one. <laughs> This yeah. isn't going anywhere. Now it's bottomed out at $170. So I made 120 bucks. Hey, that's money. That's more money than I... I that's like a that's, nice... Like a couple nice dinners. That's a couple nice dinners <laughs> or, or a nice adult steakhouse visit with Christian. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you think he's done with this stuff? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's funny because the, the things that he works on, it's like when people say... Uh, everything that geeks say is Greek to them. Oh, do you have to use the bathroom? Yeah, I do. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. You want to take the microphone with you or no? No. That's a little I too intimate. That's too much like okay. Driver that's fine. Yeah. No, Christian, he operates at another level. I can't understand most of what he works on. Um, well, this is weird. So now it's the two of us. Well, one, uh, while somebody else leaves, we're talking to kill some time. Yeah, I got to talk to you and I'm out of alcohol. Oh, man. Well, we're almost out of show. Yeah, we're almost out of show. We did the exploits, we did the Facebook. Corey's getting a call from someone. Oh. Ooh. Uh, hold on. Oh. That's an alarm clock. And, well, we'll wait for Corey to get back to hear it to uh, tell the big story for tonight. But uh, what's going on, Tyler? Hmm. Are you enjoying tonight's show? I'm having a good time. Let's see how long it is. Uh, we're almost at an hour. Almost at an hour. Not a terrible time. No. Uh, let's see. Uh, How's the uh, React stuff going? React is good. Um, I don't know. I I don't. I'm I, I'm so boggled down. I've been super focused. It's been an interesting uh, experience for me. I've had a really really big ticket that I've been working on. Oh yeah. Uh, it's taken uh you know weeks time and not days time. And, uh, what do you use to manage tickets at your gig? Uh, Jira? Yeah. Great. So it, it's been an interesting situation of, of one of those times where I think I've attained a new level of, of being driven and a new level of productivity because I've been so backed up on this ticket that now that when I jump into other tickets, I'm, I'm working at such a frantic, like rushed pace all the time that, you know, I'm just knocking everything out super fast. That's great. Then you're get, that means you're getting better. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, look, it's just like working out where you have to you have to lift so much weight, you, so many weights you can't. You feel like you're not going to be able to do it, but then you do, and then you and then you realize how much easier the lesser amount of weight was. Yeah, this is exactly what you're doing, but with your brain. And unfortunately, I used to say your brain is a muscle. It is not. My best friend's dad is a pathologist, and I said that to him once, and he goes, Eric. Let me tell you something. When I was in med school, I dissected a brain every which way that you could possibly think of. And I'm here to tell you, the brain is not a muscle. It's an organ. So take that with what you will. Anyway. Will do. Now you're back, Corey. Thank you. Welcome back. Had to relieve myself. Thank you. <laughs> I, had to relieve I know you guys missed me so much. Oh, so much. <laughs> so much well why don't we move on to the biggest story that we that, uh, that we need to cover because this has implications across everything in terms of government surveillance in terms of technology in terms of privacy in terms of free speech in terms of politics in terms of in terms of encroachment in terms of international law in terms of things you shouldn't do it's about julian assange well I didn't realize it was that was a big deal. Jason. Jason. That's kind of funny. It's very anyway. ominous. Yes. As we know, Julian Assange has been holed up in uh, the Ecuadorian embassy in London since 2012. And it looks like that stay is about to come to an end. Because he violated the cardinal rule 
of when you're staying at someone else's house or you're beholden to another party of, uh, to give you something, whether it's money, uh, as you see with PBS and, and their budget, or with accommodations, as we see with Julian and where he's living. Let's hear it from our news department. Nobody on presents news to you. London, England. And an epic lesson of don't bite the hand that feeds you. The president of Ecuador, Lenin Moreno, is moving, is moving towards expelling rogue free speech vigilante Julian Assange from Sweet Asylum in his embassy in London. Though in place since 2012, Assange's recent rantings have caused a shovel. First, his denunciation of the human rights abuses perpetrated by the Spanish government against protesters for marching in the Catalonian, for Catalonian independence. While that was seemingly morally righteous, Ecuador has a great relationship with Spain and consequently blocked the songs from accessing the internet since. President Moreno is currently finalizing agreements to remove Assange's asylum status and hand them over to officials in the UK, where he will be surely extradited without delay to the US where officials in our government will have a few stern words and more in store for him. This may smell lights out for Julian Assange. So what does that mean for computer security going forward? Only time will tell. And so many Americans are afraid of what happens next. We at least know the world still turns and the truth marches on. And that's why this has been News to Use. Brought to you by Nemonium. Oh, man. What do you think will happen to him if he comes to the U.S.? They're going to kill him. No. Uh, <laughs> here's, here's what's very interesting. The, the, the oddity of Assange's case, I say it like with a French accent, but he's not. The he's Australian. Oddity. He has a he's an awful voice. He has an Australian accent, but he talks with this vocal fry. And it's just it's very low and, and grovelly, but like every once in a while you you'll hear one of those bent Australian vowels. Oh. Anyway. No. No. Don't stop. Um the thing about Assange <laughs> is that he hasn't been charged with any crime, though he has been technically imprisoned for eight years. And he, he I'm sorry, he hasn't been convicted of any crime except for that failures to surrender uh, in Sweden. He was like a dog that went and hid under the couch for eight years. Right. But the thing is, is that he was, he was sitting pretty <laughs> at, at the Ecuadorian embassy in London until he started complaining about the mothership of all of, I shouldn't say it like that, the mothership of Latin America, which is Spain. So it looks like Ecuador huh. was, was against Catalonian independence and was pro-Spanish government. And because I doubt Ecuador, Ecuador cared, but Spain they is against speak, Catalonia. What language do they speak in Ecuador? What? What language do they speak? It wasn't a language yes. thing. I was just saying, like, I don't think Ecuador personally cares. I think Spain really cares. Oh, and Ecuador is, you know, trying to be buddies with Spain, so they have to follow them. Uh, but that would mean that Ecuador cares. Yeah, I know. So, anyway. Um, but that's the thing. Is so. Why can't Spain just be chill about Catalonia? There's a chance that... He'll just be chilling in a British jail for the time for the foreseeable future. Um, there's a chance that once he gets extradited, once it, once he gets removed from the embassy and he's officially in the UK for real, that they'll, like I said, take him back to the US. And then uh, I don't know what they're going to do. They run a whole. I mean, just remember this: neither Hillary nor Donald liked Julian Assange. Neither of them did. Mm. And, oh, yeah. the, and the person who, who is the head of the campaign for inclusion and acceptance and, yeah, fight the power, look at you, doesn't like someone who did exactly that and, uh, and would honestly want to prosecute him because that's what she said in the debates. Mm -hmm. So my point in saying this isn't to deride anybody specifically in politics. It's that our government, no matter who's in charge, is not going to have fun with him. I'm sorry, sorry they're, they are going to have fun with him, but he's not going to like it. So, uh, it's going to be very interesting. And what's also very interesting is that a few days before the story broke, one of my friends from high school yelled at me on Facebook for like the first time in five years. And mm -hmm. he said something about Assange. He's like, yeah, it looks like you're on Team Assange and they're going to lose. I'm like, oh, great. Now what's going to happen? And I read this story. Oh, okay. But this is Julian Assange's fault. And I need to underscore that. If it weren't for his tweets, just like with Donald, I'm sure mm -hmm. the outrage would be a lot less. So, Donald did more than the tweets. Well, we're not going to talk about that. We can't. It's also one of the few that. times we've actually said his name on the podcast. You know, 
His first name? Yeah, we usually don't say his name. That's true, actually. That's true, because we usually say Cheeto Jesus. Mayor McCheese. Mayor McCheese, mm-hmm. Lord Dampnut, number 45, Donald J. Trump! <laughs> or Asshat. Wow. Yeah, I've heard you say that one. Thanks, Tyler. I did a nice, I did a whole basketball introduction. I don't even watch basketball. <sighs> and you ruined it. Yeah, and Asshat. Uh, no, okay, that's, that's appropriate, kind of. Actually, when I was in high school, <laughs> one of my friends had asshat.org, a very popular website in the early 2000s. Anyway. A shat. I ask. So I believe... Oh, we have one last story for tonight. Yes. From the big story to the small story. Um, a restaurant in Virginia publicly called out a 17-year-old customer for paying part of his bill in quarters, even though he left a 28% tip. What? Beer 88, that's what the name of the place is, in Lynchburg, posted a photo of the receipt next to a heap of quarters and a $20 bill with a caption that read, how not to pay at a restaurant, adding, that's the nicest thing we could say, think to say about this ridiculousness. Never mind the fact that coins are money and restaurants should be happy how their customers pay. And also it's not, laundry. It's also quarters. Oh, wait, how many quarters did you pay? That is a nice pile. You might want to roll your quarters if you're going to... You got some dimes okay, over there. Okay, that's like if he rolled them, that'd be nicer. But for me, like I little, use the... quarters for laundry, so I'd be like, "Dang, I am set." Wait, but how much was for that like in? a long time? How much yeah. was the total of that? Uh, I gotta zoom in. But a twenty-eight percent tip, like that's still like. It looks like it's like I can't read fifty the bucks for the coins. Yeah, it's a little the post included hashtags reading "We are beer eighty eight, not coin star," and no home training. People are always so ungrateful. Well, you know I'm what. Sorry. No, uh, he said he left $10 in addition to the $35 bill. So the $28 tip. So if he left a 20, for it was $35 minus a 20 because he put a 20 on. So 30, sorry, he paid 45. 35 plus 10 is a tip minus 20. 25 bucks in change. A roll of quarters is $10? Yeah. So two and a half rolls of quarters. Or this pile of money. Which Either way, is still it's money. money. Right. That's my thing. It's still money. And they have to, I mean, I guess. You could they, use it. Do you know how often I get quarters back from people? And oh, I, I, I use them all the time, I used though. to hit Christian with over the head whenever he bad mouths. Oh, we're still recording. Excuse oh, yeah. me. Um, no, I, I saved up a bunch of quarters, like you said, for laundry. Right. And then my building switched to the coin scam. It's from the quarter scam. The, oh, sorry, the card scam from the yeah. quarter scam. Card scam, very standard scam to run. MTA runs it with the Metro cards. Mm-hmm. You'll never use the full value of the card, but right. you always, but you've already given them your money. Right. So they'll, you'll have a card on it with ten cents, but it costs mm-hmm. seventy-five cents to do a wash. Well, if you have thousands of people with ten cents left on their card that they can't mm-hmm. use without reloading another dollar, and then they have, you know, they have right, right, thirty right, cents right, right, extra, right, right, right. then they've already got the money. Mm-hmm. It's a great scam. So, but anyway. And at least they're quarters. If they were pennies, that'd be a little something else. That's obnoxious. The pennies are obnoxious. At that point, I'd be like, let's figure out a craft project and use those in. Let's not forget, it's the South. I mean, you know, it's not like we're in Virginia. It's not like this guy's doing it in Midtown Manhattan. When I lived in New Orleans and worked in the restaurant industry, like, that was the worst. I would be happy if I got a 5% tip back from people. Right. As long I had as they one were time where I waited shirt, on a sure table and it was over $100 and somebody tipped me $3 on That's a $100 tab. Terrible. And that was somebody from a southern state that I'm not going to name. But You said New Orleans, so you already But I lived in New Orleans, but the people who tipped me were not from New Orleans. Were they from Alabama? It's possible. It's possible. Either one. Um, I don't want haters coming to get me. So. Oh, yeah. They're going to drive all the way yeah. up here from Mississippi. <laughs> Well, maybe they already have because of the hurricanes. <laughs> anyway, so just saying, it yeah. doesn't surprise me actually. Coming from the south, that's yeah. Well, you that's know what? Fairly I, normal. So. I, I really uh, this is this is this is obtuse. So I wouldn't <laughs> go to that restaurant. Beer eighty eight. You get it because it's a it's a. Um, also, why are they na- the name suppo- of the town? I guess it's supposed to be Pier eighty eight, but there's not that's but there. But Pier 66 is the famous pier in Fort Lauderdale Beach. Those mi- there's Mile Marker 88 in the Keys in Isle Mirada, which has a fantastic seafood restaurant. But that's another story. Good to know. And you could probably pay for that in quarters because it's Florida. They don't care. As long as you stop using that Confederate money they're having. Do they still have smoking sections in there? In the Keys, maybe. Okay. Uh, they, ter- they took those smoking sections away when I was in high school. And I remember yeah. vividly when they did because I, I really enjoyed bowling. Or I still do. And I went in the bowling alley... 
I never realized what a bowling alley was supposed to smell like until they made <laughs> smoking inside illegal. Because there was always, because it just smelled like a bar. And then, and then I went in the first time to uh, the Don Carter's or whatever, and it smelled lemony fresh. And I realized it was just cigarettes. Was just, Welcome was, to California. I was inhaling for years when I was a kid, just a ton of secondhand smoke and french fries. That was my Saturday morning breakfast, Both the bagel solid. and french fries. Solid. Coca-Cola and ketchup. It's a nice thousand oh calorie breakfast for all that bowling. <laughs> anyway. Well, I think we've had <laughs> enough to eat tangent. tonight. So <laughs> that brings us to the end of yet another Polar Quest. Corey. Yeah. Do you approve of this week's Polar Quest? I always approve. You shouldn't say that because that means that you're not actually reading them. You should I be, am. You I listen. always approve. You need to deny some of them. Like when Christian writes one. So, okay, uh, okay, okay, gotcha on that. But yes, I do approve Wonderful. 100%. Tyler, how about you? I do. And of course, our wonderful studio audience. How, oops, how could we forget you? Yes, well, let's all hit merge. And we'll see you next week, hopefully, right here on Polar Quest. This has been a Pneumonium production. The views and opinions expressed on Pull Request do not necessarily reflect those of Pneumonium LLC or its subsidiaries. This week's theme music provided by Wolfpack. Visit them at vulfpec.com.